Hello and thanks for tuning in. My name is Coach Pav and you're listening to Pavcast. And today, I'm going to be answering the question, does endurance training make us stupid? This is a phenomena that we all experience, yet we don't really talk about. It's almost become taboo to discuss. I've searched the internet and can find no signs of scientific studies conducted into why this happens to us. With that in mind, I'm claiming this and naming it performance-induced stupidity syndrome. Maybe we can abbreviate it. Of course, I'm making light of this situation, but bear with me. For those of you who haven't made a bad decision in the heat of a race, Grand Fondo Sportive or club ride when you're tired, it can and will happen. This podcast will give you the groundwork to understand why it might happen and the tools to ensure it doesn't. Covered in this podcast episode, how endurance training affects mental fitness longer term, including what fluid intelligence is, how endurance training affects mental fitness during and immediately after training, including what performance-induced stupidity syndrome is, and why we experience performance-induced stupidity syndrome, and how we can cope with performance-induced stupidity syndrome, and tips and tricks to avoiding issues. How endurance training affects mental fitness longer term. I don't believe I need to reference science to back this up. We all know that endurance training helps mental fitness, sharpness, and has a positive effect on our intelligence. So in this context, endurance training does not make us stupid. When we talk about intelligence, we usually think about the ability to store knowledge. Realistically, there are two types of intelligence. Crystallised intelligence is basically knowledge-based, whereas fluid intelligence refers to our ability to reason and think flexibly. In the context of this podcast, we don't need to worry too much about knowledge-based intelligence. Instead, let's focus on the other. What is fluid intelligence? Psychologist Raymond Cattell first proposed the concepts of fluid and crystallised intelligence. Cattell defined fluid intelligence as the ability to perceive relationships independent of previous specific practice or instruction concerning those relationships. Aerobic endurance has been shown to have many positive effects on fluid intelligence, simple examples of which might be solving puzzles and problem solving. More complex examples might include your ability to think freely about a topic, despite having previous knowledge on that. You might now be thinking about a time when you've had conversational bias. How endurance training affects mental fitness during and immediately after training. This is where it gets interesting, and where I'm going to call on you to think of a time you've trained really hard. Maybe this was a particularly challenging interval session, maybe a long endurance ride, maybe the weekly chain gang, who knows. But try to remember what your thought process was like when it was hard, both during and then immediately after. You're probably remembering that it was challenging to think clearly. This is the period of performance-induced stupidity syndrome where you're not thinking clearly and you're prone to making poor decisions. What performance-induced stupidity syndrome is? Like I mentioned in the introduction, I couldn't find any science to back up my claims, but given my knowledge and experience in the subject, plus my many years as a professional cycling coach, I'm presenting the idea that our bodies focus totally on completing the training. Everything is functioning at a lesser capacity in order to get through the physical exertion. Everything including fluid intelligence and decision-making. Simply put, the training has made you stupid, albeit only temporarily, well, for most of us. 
Unfortunately, this is where we might misunderstand someone, misinterpret a situation or make a critical error of judgement. Maybe you're now thinking of a time when you made a silly judgement call that cost you something, maybe valuable seconds in a time trial or the sprint finish at a race. How can we cope with performance-induced stupidity syndrome? Like most challenges we face as humans, simply being mindful about it happening will give you a huge head start. Expecting your brain to be tired will give you foresight and allow you to develop your own plan to cope with performance-induced stupidity syndrome. When my clients are getting ready for a race or key event, I tell them to just focus on themselves in the aftermath, just until they're feeling a little more grounded. You should consider the same. Of course, you are probably safe to talk to other competitors or riders. They are probably going through the same challenge anyway. But perhaps give some time to relax before talking with race officials, marshals or even family members, especially if something didn't go your way. While there are pretty much an infinite amount of situations we might need to prepare for during bike riding, we can narrow some of the biggest ones down for you now, and you can consult with me for free on something more specific to you. Here's some of my top tips to prepare for the onsetting stupidity. Ensure that you have all your data on your cycle computer and one screen, so you don't have to flip between screens towards the end. Ensure that you know the course inside and out, ideally having watched a video of the last few kilometres. This applies to any events, not just races. Learn your competitors. Get to know them. How they like to race. Do they sprint early on or late? And so on. This will help you develop a sense of when to go. Set a timer to go off to remind you to fuel or drink before the end. It's very easy to forget when the pace starts to pick up. Apologise in advance to your support team for any profanities you might scream post-ride. And have a race director or crew chief, which could be a friend, riding buddy or family member, make your decisions and keep you from making mistakes. In summary, make of this article what you will, but I base this on my experiences as both an athlete and a coach. If you're unsure if this really applies to you, maybe consider how disheartened you'd be if you blew your ride in the final few minutes, making a bad decision, or how disheartened your partner might be if you get upset with them over nothing, especially as they've probably donated time to you. Ultimately, don't be a victim of piss, and remember who coined this term first. Thank you, my name's Coach Pav. You've been listening to Pavcast. Have an awesome day.